What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I'm going to start out in Chavez Ravine in L.A., where Mookie Betts showed off. He just showed off his power yesterday. He had three home runs yesterday. Mookie Betts hit three home runs. We've seen him do this multiple times before. Actually, to be precise, we've seen him do this five times in a Red Sox uniform. This was his first time doing it in a Dodgers uniform, his sixth three-home run game of his career. And that ties him for the most all-time. He joins Sammy Sosa and Johnny Mize as the only players in MLB history with six career three-homer games. And Mookie's obviously much younger than those guys were when he did it. Uh, Mookie's having a monster year, guys. He, he really is. Um, he's, he's sneaking into that MVP conversation at this point in time. He's leading the Dodgers with seven home runs, 15 RBIs, and a 1074 OPS. He's hitting 319 as well. This is the Mookie Betts that that we know. You know, the MVP level Mookie Betts that won in 2018, the second best player in baseball, all that good stuff. Uh, he just completely ambushed. He just completely ambushed um, the Padres yesterday. Uh, drove in five. The Dodgers hit six home runs in total. Um, you know, of course, three of them from Mookie, but then they also got, you know, some more from others. But this is an 11-2 route of the Padres. The Dodgers just ran away with this game, uh, you know, pretty quickly. Julio Arias threw for L.A. Six and a third innings out there. Looked pretty strong. And, yeah, I mean, last night was pretty much the type of night that Dodgers fans have been dreaming of. And they will have to get accustomed to because Mookie's not done, I promise you. He's, he's going to be doing this for a long time. He's just that special. He really is. Um, and it's kind of crazy to have that kind of power at the leadoff position. You know, Mookie's a natural leadoff hitter. He just has power. You know, they've tried putting him down at third, fourth, and stuff in the past, but he, he, he'll he do the best for you when he's at the top of the order, setting the table, getting on base, and scoring runs. He's always near the league leaders in runs scored, obviously, because he's hitting leadoff. But if you bat him one or two, I think you'll get the most value out of him. That's what the Dodgers are going to do. In other news, Anthony Santander strikes again as the Orioles sweep the Phillies. So, Anthony Santander has climbed ahead of Mike Trout, Eddie Rosario, Kyle Seager, and Nelson Cruz. Four of the top the top run producers in the American League. Now, now they have been passed on the RBI leaderboard by Mr. Anthony Santander. Now the only person who is ahead of Santander on the RBI leaderboard is Aaron Judge. Uh, Santander's driven in a run in seven straight games, and he's led the O's to their first five-game win streak in three years. And, yeah, <laughs> the O's have spent the first third of this 60-game season defying expectations and they're actually winning at a pace that's equal to that of a contender, of a playoff team. They're still rebuilding in a long-term sense, but there's no denying the way that players like Anthony Santander continue to assert themselves as difference makers. So what happened yesterday in Philadelphia? Well, yesterday the O's won 11-4. to um, Santander hit a bases-clearing double in the top of the fifth to chase Jake Arrieta out of sorry, Jake Arietta out of the game, and that 
double proved to be the deciding blow as Baltimore would go on to sweep Philly yesterday. The O's didn't sweep a single series last year, and they've already got two this year in six tries, as well as the fact that they have one of the American League's top offenses by a bunch of metrics. So the, <laughs> the, O's, are, the O's are hungry this year. I mean, you have Jose Iglesias raking. I mean, he's, he's raking. Remember I talked about his bet that he had with Joey Votto, who's going to get more hits in this shortened season? Well, right now, Joe, Joey, uh, Joey, Joey Votto should get nervous because Jose Iglesias won't stop hitting. He absolutely won't stop hitting. So, 11-4 the win for Baltimore yesterday. A nice little surprise this season for their fans. You Darvish flirted with a no-hitter yesterday as the Cubs defeated the Brewers 4-2, but the Cubs continued their tear. Darvish carried a no-no into the seventh before giving up a one-out solo homer to Justin Smoke. And then, obviously, that ended the no-hitter, ended the shutout, ended everything. But what mattered the most was that the Cubs won. This is the Cubs' ninth win in their past 10 games. That pushes their National League leading record to 13-3. and that's the best start to a season through 16 games for the Cubs since 1907. And, um, yeah, Cubs are looking really good. Obviously, um, the fact that they won 13 of their first three games, a lot of people, sorry, of the first 16 games, a lot of people point to their schedule. They haven't played good teams. Then the Cardinals have been sidelined for so long. Cardinals have only played a couple games. That is all true. But this is the kind of season where you can run away with those early developments. This is the kind of season where this stuff matters. A, a team winning 13 of their first 16 games in a 60-game season, that's, I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs. Like, unless unless they just completely melt down for the next month, uh, the Cubs are going to be in the playoffs. That's what happens. I mean, a 13-game win streak, that's like 30-plus wins. And not, not a win streak, I'm sorry. A 13-game um let me say it this way. Winning 13 games is equivalent of winning like, you know, 30, 37 or whatever, 35 games in a, a normal season. Um, anyway, it all win percentage is all that matters, and they're doing well in that regard. I may have confused you there. If I did, just ignore what I said. Um, Darvis was really sharp yesterday. Um, he was throwing his cutter a lot. 55 of his 104 pitches last night were cutters. Um, although Darvish said that some of those pitches were probably misread by StatCast because um, his cutters were ranging from 79 miles an hour to 94. Um, Darvish throws a lot of pitches, whatever you want to call it. Um, he was throwing something to keep those guys off of balance. But if, if you go back to late last season, Darvish really has been good since the second half of last year in 17 outings since you know last july darvish has pitched to a 256 era and 145 strikeouts to just 11 walks in 105 and two-thirds innings that's an ace level arm that's an ace level arm atop a rotation that's helped power one of the greatest starts in the franchise's history Moving out to Boston, the Rays flexed their muscles. They racked up 42 runs. 42 runs in a four-game sweep of the Red Sox at Fenway Park. 
the race came into this four-game set against Boston looking to produce more offense than they had in their first 15 games. But apparently, this trip to Fenway was all they needed to turn things around. They got a 17-8 win yesterday. And with a score like that, you can be sure that they had several contributors up and down their lineup. And that's true. Um, they chased Kyle Hart of the Red Sox after just two-plus innings in his Major League debut. Then Brandon Lau was able to continue his impressive start to the season. Um, so after Wednesday's game, Lau actually said he really enjoyed hitting at Fenway Park. He couldn't find the words to describe exactly why, but his 459-foot home run in the third inning last night did all the talking. He hit that home run off of Hart, so that made Lau's numbers at Fenway Park just straight out of a video game. In eight career games in Boston, Brandon Lau is hitting 452 with four home runs. He leads the Rays with five home runs, and now he has 13 extra base hits this season, tying Oakland's Matt Chapman and San Diego's Fernando Tatis Jr. for the most in the majors. You got a couple of home runs from Hunter Renfro, Yandy Diaz, Manuel Margot, and Willie Adames, who came ashore of the cycle on Thursday, Adames. But all those three guys had a successful series against the Red Sox. You saw Diaz recording eight hits in the four-game set and reaching base 11 times. Margot uh, fell just fell just uh, one hit shy of Carl Crawford's record for most hits in a single series in franchise history. Ten hits in the series for Manuel Margot. And Willie Adamas, you know, yesterday, big RBI triple and... Like I said, up and down the lineup, you just go name by name, but you'll see lots of offense yesterday. Tampa Bay now moves to a record of 12 and 8. Uh, Boston falls to a record of 6 and 13. Tyler Glass now started yesterday. He actually wasn't sharp at all. Four innings, five earned runs. But when your offense does what Tampa Bay did, who cares, right? Who really does care at that point? So. Just thought I would point that out. Not many games last night, actually. Only six games last night. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.